This is not your typical introduction episode. Sure, we'll share a little bit of our stories with you and tell you why we decided to start this podcast. Plus, we'll let you know what you can expect from us every week. But we're going to do it in our own way. The Honest Conversation starts now. You're listening to Honest Women, the podcast for every woman who's trying to juggle the relationships, roles, and responsibilities that come with modern womanhood and finding it all just a little harder than she thought it would be. We're your hosts, Andrea Berkeley and Jessica Hutchison, your new besties who just happen to be therapists. And while we believe that life is hard and there's no tip or trick that will solve that, it does get just a little bit easier when we can be real with each other and talk about it honestly. You're listening to Honest Women. I so wish everyone could see the little dance that we do before we start recording. We're still doing it. Still dancing. I do wish they could see this. They will on YouTube one day, maybe. You'll see our dancing. They will one day. <laughs> hey, Jess. Hey. hey. We do this every <laughs> Hey. Every freaking time. What's up, <laughs> no. dog? And it all comes full circle. So big welcome. Big, big welcome Huge. to the Honest Women podcast. We are so excited to start this journey with you. I can never hear the word journey without thinking of The Bachelor. Oh my God, you're so funny. I was I was actually thinking of don't stop believing. Okay, we got some good things going right now. So we are so excited to begin this journey with you, to begin this relationship with you. And this is something we've been thinking about doing for a long time. Like how long have we been talking about this, Jess? This idea came three years ago. I think you're right. Right before... The world went to hell in a yes. <laughs> Like literally before that, and we all lost our ever-loving minds. Yes. Remember? That's when we decided. That's when we decided. And remember how we were like, oh, great. You know, there's this weird thing called a global pandemic. And like our schools shut down for like two weeks, so we can probably start a podcast. Duh, because that was like obviously the clear thing to yes, do. Yes, it was a clear – and it also was just like a time for us all to level up. Yes, obviously. <laughs> yes, but you'll notice that uh, our first episodes here are taking place in 2023, so that did not happen, and we'll definitely uh, jump not. into that in a couple of minutes. But uh, we just thought we should take a couple of minutes to introduce ourselves and tell you a little bit about why we're doing this podcast and what to expect and hopefully get you excited about it so that you can – subscribe so that you can follow, so that you can share it with a friend and just get excited about what we're doing here. So my name is Andrea Berkeley. I am, am I, I wrote down age. Am I sharing that? I know. I was thinking that. I'm like, do I have to like name age? Well, yeah, of course. Okay. You have to. <sighs> okay. I shouldn't have written that down. I'm Andrea. People are going to judge you either way. So just tell them your true. age. <laughs> so true. I'm Andrea Berkeley. I am a 41-year-old therapist living in the suburbs of Chicago. I grew up here. I'm a true Midwesterner. And I said when I was 18 and graduating high school that I was leaving and I would never, ever come back. So of <laughs> course, 10 years later, I came back. And not only did I come back, I moved back to my hometown. I just think, you know, this is how plans usually go for me. So I went to school and got a business degree, and I was an accountant for a long time. If you can imagine, I had I can't even imagine. I, I know I can't either. It's like a fever dream. No, I actually can. I can't really? can imagine. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I think you'd actually be a really good accountant. Oh, I feel I don't know if I should feel honored or insulted. It's one of the two. <laughs> I did auditing, which You're is like organized. Okay, that's true. You're very organized sometimes. I did auditing, which is like aggressive interpersonal accounting. So now you can see it, right? Now I can see now it. Now you can see it. 
I did a little bit of consulting and then I did pharmaceutical sales and then I stayed home with my kids. And I got to say, having children was when the wheels fell off in my life. And Mm. this is no Mm -hmm. offense to my children who will maybe one day listen to this. It's not you guys. It's me. And I think it's life. I think for so many of us, especially for those of us who decide, and it's one of our coping strategies, that we are going to just get everything right all the time and be awesome at everything and just the best. There comes a point in your life, and for me, that was when I started having kids, like, that doesn't work. And it didn't. It did not work. Um, I struggled a lot in those years. I struggled with uh, postpartum depression with my first baby and a little bit of anxiety with my third. Um, A lot of loneliness. A lot of loneliness. Um, A real lack of identity and just always that sense that I like just wasn't getting it right. You know, Mm -hmm. that was a brutal time for me. So, of course, as any reasonable human will do, I went back to graduate school because that is how you solve (laughs) your challenging life is when you have three little kids at home. Uh, But I was, I'm really actually, I'm grateful for that because I was really locked into this plan that I had that it made the most sense for me to stay home with my kids until my youngest was in kindergarten and then I would start living my life. And that wasn't going to work. It was not going to work for us. So back to graduate school, discovering, rediscovering my first love, which is psychology. I love people. I love relationships. I love all of this stuff. Had a baby in graduate school, also something I don't really recommend, but here we are. So now (laughs) I am a full-time therapist, living the dream, busy family life. I'm married. I have four kiddos and a really good dog. I used to have a really bad dog. And we loved him. He was spirited. But now I have a really good dog. So that's me. That's kind of a little bit about me and what brought me here. How about you, Jess? My name is Jessica Hutchison. I am 40. I just recently turned 40. Yeah, girl. Crossed over. New decade. You know, I'm actually very excited about this decade in my life. So I think I will say proudly that I am 40, Mm -hmm. which I still think at heart I'm like 12. But I am in the Northwest Chicagoland area. I'm in Barrington. I did not grow up here. I grew up born on the East Coast, but I'm raised in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Shout out to my Colorado folk. Never in a million years thought I would be in the suburbs of Chicago. Truly, anybody in my family would probably tell you everybody always said I would be in a big city. It is just my personality. I am fast paced. And so when I moved here at 23, famous last words were, I will never live in the suburbs of Chicago. Oh, snap. And here I am. <laughs> snap. Here I am. We all end up here. We do. Happily. Truly happily. Truly ha- I know. Truly happily. Truly happy in the suburbs. Um, as much as I love of love our just great city, I, I do love my little suburban town. But I was originally, my undergrad is also, which is so funny that Andrea and I share this because it's not common in our field, but we were both business majors Mm -hmm. and I graduated with Bachelor of Science in Business Administration, focus in sales and marketing. And really my ultimate goal was to have the corner office in the big skyscraper Mm -hmm. downtown, like, you know, boss babe and being the boss in corporate America. (laughs) It was truly my dream until like a couple years into it, I realized I really 
actually quite terrible in sales, <laughs> believe it or not. And everybody I, everybody I tell that is surprised because yeah. I just am very extroverted and outgoing, but I'm, I'm not good in sales because I'm very emotional. I, I'm very, I was the sensitive kid and there's too much emotion. So I really had a hard time selling any product because even though one person could say, oh, this will help their life. I could give you 15 reasons why that was total bullshit. I didn't agree with it mm -hmm. at all. And what I found and what really led me to questioning, do I want to go back to school was having a really, really awesome conversation with a corporate exec that you spent like two hours talking about and never forget calling my manager after on this like high, you know, like this questioning if you're like manic kind of high because mm -hmm. you're just so happy. And uh, we get to the end of the conversation and my boss says, would you sell? And it never even occurred to me that I was supposed to sell anything mm. because we were just talking about life and the ups and the downs. And, you know, she was telling me about one of her daughters and what she was struggling with. And it was this moment of beautiful connection between me and this individual, which any sales rep would be like, uh, you could have sold anything at that point. But it to me, that wasn't what it was about. It was about just having a conversation with somebody and helping that individual feel really understood mm -hmm. in that moment, which then led to the decision to go back to grad school and pursue a degree in clinical psychology. And here I am today. I also spent time at home. Mm -hmm. I totally failed in sales and marketing and I totally failed at being a stay-at-home mom. And I want to say that with a lot of pride because I really do believe we have to embrace our failures yeah. because they can really truly be our North Star and kind of directing us where we're meant to be. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, after I got pregnant with my oldest at 30 or had her at 30 and I had just finished my clinical hours, bunch of clinical hours to get your license. Um, there's a lot that goes into it that people don't know. I was home for four years mm -hmm. before I said, it's just not for me. Mm -hmm. Like shout out to all the stay at home moms out there who just do it. And I have some friends who are just amazing at it. It was not for me. I mean, holy cow. Yeah. Also not for me. And just like, this is not what this episode is about, but just this is a good moment to recognize that we all have different strengths. Yes. We all have different zones where we're going to shine. And this idea that because you are a woman, that you should have the strength of being at home and raising your children, that you're going to shine there, that you're going to feel fulfilled. We need to dismantle that shit right now because that is not true. Dismantle. Yeah. Done. Oh, we just did hard, it. Hard. No. <laughs> we did. It was and we just solved a huge world problem, We're done. right? Like this belief. Yeah. See? Already. Boom. Already. We're, we're changing the world here. I guess I should also mention married, been married for 13 years, and I have a nine-year-old daughter and a six-year-old son who are just, one day we'll listen, who are just the best. Oh, I love my little humans. so true. But it's easy to say when I'm at my office right now away <laughs> from everybody. <laughs> I love you when you're sleeping. <laughs> I love you when you're not asking me for anything. So many questions. So much noise. So many. So many. So should we talk a little bit about how we met? Or is there anything else that you wanted to share? No, I think that's it. I mean, don't worry, guys. Buckle up. You're going to get to know a lot more about me. Yes. But in this kind of initial episode. Oh, it's just like a little tease. It's just, it's such a teaser. I can't wait to take everybody on a wild ride. <laughs> Whoa. <through my> brain. <laughs> 
That sounded a little, you know what? This podcast gets spicier and spicier, I gotta say. Yeah, I'm gonna keep you on your toes. I'm gonna keep you so much on your toes. Oh my I can't gosh, wait. I can't deal. Um, yes, no, that is the truth is that we'll tell you more about what we're doing here, but we want you to know that this is not to disengage or set apart experts. We are two people first. And we're going to be sharing our lives with you. We're going to be sharing our stories and our details. And that's something that will happen over time, just the way that any good relationship develops over time. But we have lots to share. Lots. And we're really looking forward to sharing that with you. Okay. So how we met. Ooh, yes. We met at a training many years ago. I did. For emotionally focused therapy for couples, which we both really took to and enjoy and highly recommend for anyone looking for couples therapy. Oh, big time. Do you remember when we first met, Jess? Because I have a very strong impression of you when we first met. Should I share? Or do you want to share? No, I'm dying to know what your first impression was because I remember very much I was front and center. You sure were. I was. And everybody teases me. And what they don't know about front and center is it's the only way I will focus and listen right. and not get distracted is if I sit front and center. Everybody thinks they want to be the teacher's pet. And I'm like, no, I legit won't listen if I don't have that accountability right in front of me. Yeah. I should try that. I was like three rows behind you. And I was also trying to listen, but in that way that like I was probably organizing my purse or doing like six other things at the same time, because that helps me to pay attention. But from my perch a few rows back, I just (laughs) saw, yeah, (laughs) my little hiding place. I just saw this vibrant, dynamic oh woman who just was like, I don't know, just insightful as hell, engaged right there, front and center. And I was like, she is, she is cool. <laughs> I was so intimidated. I definitely really? wanted, yes, I wanted to introduce myself to you. I was like, oh, there's a kindred, right? She's somebody who wants to be engaged. She's smart. She's quick-witted. I am pretty quick-witted. Yeah. So that was my first I I will take that one. Yeah. It's so interesting because it's kind of like that what is on the outside and what's on the inside. Right. You know, and and so to hear that perspective, but I do remember you did come and introduce yourself to me. I sure did. And I know, I I very much remember that. And I remember thinking, we had a great conversation. I want to say you had to leave to go pump because you had just had your fourth. Yeah, that's probably true. I was a hundred. And I remember thinking, oh my God, you have four kids. Right. Like, I was blown away by four kids in your training and just, it was amazing. But I remember when you introduced yourself to me and just the conversation and you really, you complimented me so nicely about, I think my website or my, I think my business card, you were very complimentary and telling me things. And I'll be honest, I think my first thought was total imposter syndrome on my side. I remember thinking she thinks I'm so much more successful and so much cooler than I actually am. I did. You weren't? You no. totally. I did think no. that. Yeah. You know, you- I was like not a very confident. I didn't have confidence at that time, I feel like, yeah. in what I was doing. Yeah. I still struggle with that, of course. But I think to me, I just looked at Jess and I was like, wow, you're a couple years ahead of me in this therapy game. You're exactly where I want to be. Like, I'm so impressed by what you had created, just how you presented yourself in the world and knew that that was what I wanted. I, I was still working for somebody else. 
I was one day going to build my own practice. You know, I was just starting my hours out in the world. And man, I just was like, man, I just want to be where you are when I finish my hours and I get to where I would be independent. And mind you, everybody, at the time she had just given birth to her fourth child was like pumping during our breaks (laughs) and then was looking at me like it's just always fascinating like looking at me like such a great like confident and whatnot while I was like I I feel like I could easily be like I wasn't doing anything compared to what you were doing at that time oh we truly though I get I well thank you I mean it's kind of crazy right these lives that we live as women I mean, no matter what you've got on your plate, once you get to know somebody, you're like, shit, how do you do what you do? You know? Absolutely. Well, and there's so much respect, I feel like, for one another too. Yeah. From the get-go. I remember that somehow we segued into having lunch together. And yes, I think I had grown out of, but not by much, like, I don't think I said to you right away, like, we're going to be friends the first minute I met you, but that used to be, <laughs> that used to be my move. So it's what I thought. I was like, we're going to be friends. But we went, you know, we had lunch together a few times. I remember we ended up both signing up for this year-long training program. And remember one time we went and we- so long. Yes, we stayed overnight. We both like stayed over in the same hotel and we had dinner reservations by ourselves. Oh, we had so much fun. We had so much fun. And that was a big step for me to just try to build a relationship that was personal and professional at the same time. Like I feel like something that felt like I'm a real businesswoman in this world, you know? Yes. And we had so much fun. We had so much fun. So then we were like, we should work together somehow. I know we were trying to figure it out for a while. Like, could we do a practice together? But it just didn't make sense. And I think that's where this idea of the podcast did come from because we really did initially just hit it right out of the park right away, Mm -hmm. like with our friendship, because we're two very, very human, very transparent Mm -hmm. people with with stories, with lots of colorful stories to tell. Yes. And that's what I loved. Yes. We didn't get to connect all the time, but when we did, we'd be like, we could just talk for hours. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I know how transparent you are and how vulnerable you are. And you know the same thing about me. So then we were like, we should do a podcast. And then COVID happened. (sighs) Yeah. And shocker, it was not the time to level up. I didn't even learn how to make (laughs) bread during COVID. Like I definitely did not start a podcast. No. 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 COVID was hard on us. Mm -hmm. It was hard on humans. So- if you're out there right now, I don't care if it's 2023 or 2025 or 2030. If you are listening to this episode and you lived through those years, COVID was hard on us. Very. And it's definitely leaving some lasting impacts that we are still trying to disentangle and understand. It was hard for me personally. It was hard in our profession. And I think it was hard for us a little bit as friends. Mm-hmm. I think oh, yeah. for a lot of people, you found that your relationships, just living with that amount of tension day to day, just having any relationship was difficult with your partner, oh. with your family, with friends, with neighbors. I mean, the number of relationships that I know in my own life that just became tense, it was just so many, right? Now kind of reflecting back on it is looking at how many of us, and myself included, were in survival mode for way longer than we ever should have been. And in survival mode, there's not a lot of room for disagreements, Mm -hmm. for being challenged, for you know, a snarky comment. There just wasn't room. And so I think like so many friendships just reach tipping points because not necessarily the relationship wasn't right, but because survival mode didn't allow for it. Totally. 
and some of the things that like, you know, where we used to have some margin in our lives for, you know, that extra reach out to someone you don't see every day, like the margin was just gone. Yes. And so we, we didn't have a falling out, but we definitely lost touch for a little while. Oh, we did. It was just kind of like, ah, couldn't make it work to see one another. And then like many people, I think we started to feel a little bit better. I mean, like you said, living in survival mode for so long has done some things to all of us. You know, I think we're still trying to dig out of the mess that COVID left and still leaves, but we started to feel a little bit more like ourselves. And I don't remember exactly when we first reconnected, but it was such a welcome. I kind of do. To be honest, I do. But I don't remember why I reached out, but I do remember that it was in the back of my mind, like, okay, things are settling. Like I need to reconnect with my friend. But I remember I reached out to you. I cannot remember, but I remember you telling me you were at the hospital with your kids and they were getting their tonsils out. Oh, yes. Was that? Yeah. And like multiple. And I remember thinking to myself, I felt really sad for a second thinking, how do I have no idea that she's going through this mm-hmm. right now? Mm-hmm. It was not one of your children. Yeah, it was it was two. Mm-hmm. And you were you were worried, you know, your kids are having surgeries. Like, that is terrifying. And I, I remember thinking to myself, this is ridiculous that I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. That she has these, her two humans and she's so worried. And I don't even know. Right. And that's when I think I was like, okay, I need to reconnect with her. This, yeah. this isn't okay. Yeah, totally. And so I think if you find yourself in that position, it's okay to like, just let that be true and then to reconnect. You know? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's so important. People are so afraid to take that next step and to just reach out because you don't know how it's going to go. There's a 50-50 chance a person's going to either want to talk to you or tell you to fuck off. Right. You don't know. But because of that, because there was that moment where we started Mm -hmm. the conversation again, it's like that wonderful breath of fresh air where you're like, oh yes, like this is my friend. We had so much in common. We like to create together. We have these hopes for the future and it's worth it even though honest to God, The idea of doing this has seemed at at many points (laughs) insane, right? Insanity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, life is just so extra. And I guess maybe that's that's one thing that we're learning too is that you can't wait for it to really like be perfect. Because you would never start. You would never start, right? So some way, somehow we started doing this at the beginning of this year and here we are. Here we are doing the thing. Here we are. I know. I'm so happy. I'm very excited about it. So why don't we tell people why we wanted to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, one of the biggest things I think what led to me wanting to do this podcast is hearing, truly hearing inside of my office the same thing over and over yeah. and over and over and over. And not only the same thing over and over from a content perspective, but the same belief mm-hmm. from every woman who walked in my office, believing they were the only person feeling and experience what they were feeling and experiencing yes. and thinking, wait a minute, one, no, no. But if we're not going to collectively go out and have a conversation about these things, what can we do right. to start those conversations mm-hmm. that we want people to be having? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do feel like half my job sometimes is like telling people you're not the only one going through this. Absolutely. And that's not to minimize or diminish. That doesn't make Mm -mm. it smaller. That doesn't say, that's not a way of saying like, oh, everyone goes through this. No, it's not that at all. It's 
I want you to know this isn't about you, right? I want you to know you're not alone. I want you to know that there's nothing weird or deficient or even that unique about what you're saying to me. What you're experiencing is the problem of being human, right? Yes. Yes. And so not only are we seeing these things in our offices, but I think what happens is that when people are struggling, when women feel like there's something wrong with me, this is about me or some sort of shortcoming that I have, what we tend to do is lean into information, right? You follow all of these parenting Instagram influencers, or you sign up for another class, or you listen to another podcast, or you just ask a friend what they do, and then you're trying to figure out how do they know how to do that. And we tend to like seek more information, more tips, more tricks, more strategies, and that doesn't work. No. It doesn't work. It's actually like does the exact opposite. Right. It burns you out more. Totally. You get so burnt out and then you're looking at every example of the perfectly organized home or the best gentle parenting or this vibrant marriage. You know, you see it on social media and you're like, now I feel like there's something really wrong with me because I read your three tips, but my marriage isn't vibrant today. Yeah. Yes. I love that you just said that because that is this tips and tricks Mm -hmm. that we as women lean into all the time, which indirectly can create a lot of shame because it doesn't work. Or we think, well, it it works for everybody else, but it didn't work for me. What's wrong with me? Oh, maybe I'm a terrible wife. Maybe I'm a terrible mother. Maybe I just suck at being a friend. Mm -hmm. We turn inward. Yeah, we do. And, you know, again, we do this and we feel like it's about us because we're so isolated and we're so alone, right? Mm -hmm. I just think we live in this bizarre world where we think that we're connected, Mm -hmm. you know, where we have the mirage of being connected to people with social media, with group text chain, like whatever it is that makes you think that you're connected and we're so isolated, like we're so alone. Very much so. Yes. So we've got the same things that come up over and over, the same topics, the same pain points, right? And we get to see this day after day. Like sometimes I just want to say, you know, to my client at three o'clock who feels lonely and feels like she's feeling as a mom and feels all these things. I want to be like, did you know my client that you also felt that way? Like I felt that should way. Should we meet? Like maybe I should introduce you to and you can go on a coffee date. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. We get to look inside the lives of so many people and the lives of the people we get to look into are so much like our own lives. Very much. I mean, typically what happens is we go, oh my gosh, this thing that this person was struggling with, it's exactly the thing that I'm struggling with. Mm -hmm. We as humans can only have that conversation and and assist so many people on a one-on-one basis inside our offices, but yet we know how many women are feeling this way. How do we we reach them? How do we bring connection to their worlds when we can't do it individually inside of our offices? Absolutely. Yes. We take the topics that we see in therapy over and over. We take these pain points that we feel that are so universal and we have to take all of this stuff out of our offices and take the connection directly to you, which is what we're doing in this podcast. And we also get to say things that we wouldn't say in our offices. (laughs) I can't wait for that. (laughs) And we also get to share some more of our own stuff in ways that we might not with clients. And Jess and I are both pretty transparent people, so I will share stuff in my office, but maybe not like all the stuff that I would share here. Not all the stuff. Mm -mm. Yeah, because it's also not our hour, right? right? And 
you know, when people come into our offices and I think we both collectively will share information that we know will help the person feel understood. Mm -hmm. But as far as talking about our own stuff, Mm -hmm. that stuff that we don't do as much inside the office, because that's not what the individuals here in our office to talk about. But we also want the world to know that we feel it too. Mm -hmm. These things, these hard things about marriages and parenting and relationships and your family of origin, Mm. like we understand because we've studied it, but also because we are experiencing it too. So you might be wondering right now, so if these things are so universal, these topics that you're going to talk about, then why do we need two therapists and why do we need you guys to talk about them? I will go ahead and touch on the therapy thing. So while we are not going to be speaking from a place of disconnected expert, we did go to school for like a really long time to learn Mm -hmm. all about humans, which is really what the study of psychology is, humans and relationships. And Jess and I are both training junkies. We are always learning. And we get to see so many people in our day-to-day lives, in our jobs, thousands of hours of counseling clients. And so we are uniquely suited to facilitate this conversation. And that's why we think that having these conversations as therapists is important. Though this is not a therapy podcast and it is not therapy, disclaimer, and we are not going to teach you the five steps to up-level your life or whatever it is that you hear in so many other places. No, we definitely won't. And I think building off of that, yes, it is that unique perspective and the education and the consistent training and learning that comes from our professional backgrounds while simultaneously saying that we are two very real humans mm-hmm. with colorful stories and heartache and challenges and failures and really a lot of things that make us very human as well. Yeah, absolutely. So we're bringing all of that. And that's why that's why it's not just two therapists, but that's why it's us. Because we've been through some stuff and we're willing to talk about it. And to be honest, we just like to talk. We do like to talk. And we think that we're pretty funny. I think we're hilarious. I know. <laughs> you might not, but that's okay. I know. <laughs> we We think we have a way of doing this that will be good. So, you know, fingers crossed. Here we go. (laughs) We'll see. So we are going to be coming to you every week on Wednesday. Our personal goal is to have these conversations in about 30 minutes. Um, Don't hold us to that. We're trying. We're trying hard. We're trying real hard. What we want to be able to do is bring this to you in a quantity that you would be able to consume over the course of like running your errands for the day or, you know, folding a mountain of laundry because you know it takes so much time. So not too much, not too little, but we'll be here every single week so that we can build this relationship and this connection so that we all know that we're not alone. Well, also, we'll probably challenge you a little bit Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Challenge you to think about something differently or to take a risk Mm -hmm. to be more open and to be more vulnerable. I know that not everybody who listens to this is going to agree with what we say Mm -hmm. or, heck, Andrea and I don't even agree on everything. Truth. And you want to see some challenging? You're going to. Well, you aren't going to see it. You're going to hear it, obviously, (laughs) because this is a podcast. But- You're going to hear it. And one of the things that we really wanted from this and what we want people to expect is to expect it to be really comforting and hopefully a place to feel understood while also seeing that two people who have a lot of respect for one another and care very deeply 
also don't agree on everything and can challenge one another to think about something differently and still maintain a really good relationship. And that is something that I truly believe our society needs. And I hope that you can expect us to to model that as well. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That's it. We hope this gives you a little insight into who we are. Expect this to be just an introduction, just a starting point to this wonderful journey that we're all going to be on together. And we are excited to introduce ourselves to you and we're excited to get to know you as well. Happy listening. Happy listening. Have a great week. You've just finished an episode of the Honest Women Podcast. We are so honored that you would spend this time with us. We have so much more where this came from and don't want you to miss a minute. So please, right now, take a second to follow the show. While you're there, leave us a five-star rating and a review. It's the best way to help other women find our show so they can join the conversation. And if you have a friend who could use a little more honesty in her life, and who couldn't, send this episode directly to her. Actually, send this episode to anyone you want to. Everyone's welcome here. We'll be back next Wednesday speaking some truth and feeling some feels. Until then, hang in there, ladies. This has been Honest Women.